Welcome everybody to Podcast Today for June 23rd, 2016. Today happens to be the day in Ireland at least that Independence Day 2 Resurgence is out and this is not a review of that film. I will review that film on Saturday. Tomorrow will be a preview of the European Championships knockout round. So scheduling in advance. That's something new. <laughs> Today is a review of the first Independence Day film because in fact I have never actually seen it despite it being kind of a pinnacle of 90s action films and 90s films in general. Independence Day I think was the second highest grossing film of all time when it was released behind Jurassic Park, both of which had um, Jeff Goldblum in it, so Jeff Goldblum is a draw. The film is directed by Roland Emmerich who is kind of the master of disaster films. He directed 2012, he directed Godzilla, he directed Independence Day 2, so, so something threatening the existence of the earth, be it tidal waves or dinosaurs or aliens, he's He's your man. He's your go-to fella. Stars Will Smith, who is not in the sequel, actually. Bill Pullman, Jeff Goldblum, Judd Hirsch, other people. Realistically, the other people aren't that important. This is a very 90s film. Watching it back, there is no subtlety in it. The film, in fact, opens with the song The End of the World as we know what is playing. So, you know, from the outset, they're like, look, we're going to be on the nose. This is a film about kind of American heroism with aliens invading. And we're going to take them down with our missiles. They, they, they do increase the scope to include other countries taking down the aliens too. So it's not just the Americans saving the day. The Japanese and English, they help out, which is nice. <laughs> Even though we don't get to see much of them. They are at least given some lift of service. But it's interesting, this film is 20 years old and two and a half hours long. Two things that don't bode well for like a, a science fiction action film. 20 year old films that rely heavily on visual and special effects tend not to age very well. And this actually aged pretty well. Watching Blu-ray looked pretty good. There was no real point in which you were like, oh geez, those are some real 90s special effects right there. They do not hold up whatsoever. It was mostly, you know, solid enough. And for a film that's two and a half hours long, those kind of films generally kind of wear on you <laughs> if they're that long. But this one, this one, they went by pretty quick. Fairly well plotted and paced. Builds to the big climax of killing the aliens. Spoilers, they kill the aliens. Though I suppose that's not much of a spoiler when you know one, the film's 20 years old, and two, they're releasing a sequel. So if the aliens won, I don't think there'd be much room for a sequel unless we're fighting back against the aliens, but then you can just watch Falling Skies instead. But that show's not that good, or not nearly as good as its premise should suggest. Basically, Independence Day, the TV show, because I'd never seen Independence Day before I'd watch Falling Skies, and then I watched all of Falling Skies, and it's like, oh geez, it really is Independence Day. They really did not bring much new to the alien invasion genre. Yeah, the film's dumb. The film is, 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 is dumb. It's about the end of the world by invasion of aliens and the president fights them off in a plane himself. Of course it's dumb. That's And people who watch this film, knowing the premise, and who are like, oh, it's, it's dumb. That's not a bad thing. There's such thing as good dumb. The Fast and the Furious films are tremendous fun. And they're super dumb. They're probably some of the dumbest films ever made. But they're fun. They know they're dumb. They embrace their dumbness. And go overboard on it. This film does have a lot of characters, though. It gives most of them something to do. Except the female characters, they're just there to fall in love with the male characters. <laughs> That's a different issue. But the end, like, Jeff Goldblum typically is a genius. Jeff Goldblum always saves the day. Will Smith was relatively young, well I wouldn't say unknown, he was pretty well known, but he was relatively young at the time. He does swagger and cocky well. Will Smith does does know how to be swagger, swagalicious. That's a, a hip trendy word now, isn't it? I'm sure Will Smith will appreciate me directing that word at him. And Bill Pullman, who I frequently mix up with Bill Paxton because they're both actors who were prominently featured in the 90s and played very similar dadish roles. 
Bill Baldwin played the president. It was just like, yeah, I'm going to save the day because I'm president. The weirdest character is Randy Quaid's Russell Case, who was like a widowed alcoholic crop duster who was abducted by aliens and he wants to get his revenge on the aliens and he's just wandering around drunk the whole film and he's kind of the key character in the end. And I'm like, what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> None of that worked. I, they could have taken all that out of the film. I think I watched an extended cut of it. I'm not sure. But yeah, I'm not sure what was and wasn't in the original cut of the film, but I assume most of the, the major plot points were. It is a very 90s film on every level. Even the way they, the aliens have shields that stop them from taking the uh, taking down their, their alien spaceships. And the way they take out the shield is via a computer virus. They don't like go into it. And actually, I almost prefer that they go into it. Because if the exact same film was made in 2016, they'd spend about 15 minutes explaining what the virus was and how it would tax certain parts of the... You know how that would go. And it would descend into a bunch of technobabble. Whereas they're like, yes, it is a computer virus. It will take down their shields. I'm like, yeah, that's literally all I need to know. So while it was very 90s, it worked. That's basically what this film is. It's dumb, it's stupid, it's over the top, but it works. It's the right kind of dumb. It's the enjoyable kind of dumb. What more can you ask for a film than being the enjoyable kind of dumb? Hopefully the new one is, because from what I'm, I've seen in reviews, it's either kind of yeah, good spectacle fun or there's no intelligence in sight. But this film is, is not a film designed to have intelligence in sight. Though I, I do get the sense that the, the reaction to these kind of films has lessened over time. That maybe people were more willing to accept it. And actually, Independence Day, the original was actually quite a funny film. I enjoyed that. There was some good gags. Jeff Goldblum, Will Smith. They can deliver jokes. That's not very surprising, really. But I think I get the sense that these kind of films, I don't know, they kind of get rejected out of hand these days. Just like, oh, spectacle city destruction. Basically, anytime a city is destroyed these days, people are like, ugh, worst film ever. And I, I'm okay with it, as long as it's fun. Because like no one wants to see cities being destroyed and that being depressing. Because while it is depressing, that's that's not fun to watch, especially in an action spectacle film. I want one-liners and cool stuff happening. That's what I'm hoping out of the next one. And you can hear my review of it on Saturday, as I said. And tomorrow will be a Euro knockout stages preview. So so some fun stuff coming up on podcast today. So stay tuned. Thanks for listening, and bye bye.